coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios. This is Old School, brought to you by Sand Hills Global. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task, that's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass, it was tipped, it's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5, he'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Run it. Run it, Rico. Run it. Happy Friday, everybody. Yes, Welcome sir. in. We're about to crank this up to the 13th power. 15th Old school. Power. You hear Jay Foreman already. Getting into it already. Yeah, man. It was, uh, what was yesterday? Thursday? It was, a, it was a cool Thursday. I got informed of the staff meeting. Very informative. Inspiring. So we're waiting for you to run it. Give it give it up to for the Honda and Lincoln hotline, 402-464-5685. The Sarder Heyman text line. Okay, I got it right because DP had to put me in check. Sarder Heyman. Like my uncle, like my uncle Butch, you know, sometimes <laughs> with my uh, – Uncle Blood. Uh, yeah, with my uh, <laughs> pr- uh, uh, pronouncing the words, 402-464-5685. Got old school brought to you by Sandhills Global. Uh, plenty of jobs, internships. Uh, sales available here with the global headquarters local, located here in Lincoln, Nebraska. Would say sunny, but it's overcast and rainy. So the Seattle, the Midwest, but you can apply at sandhills.jobs. That's sandhills.jobs. Look at him go. Off the cuff. Look at him go. No paperwork. Look it, at, he must have uh, stretched out his hamstrings this morning. He must have like it's on like a green. Hey, it's on. It's on like the, like a pot of neck bones. I'll yeah. just I'll just push my button. You guys, you go ahead. You know, so go I ahead. sent you. I also, think, also, on. you you one thing. Uh-oh. You probably you, this is just one that you you don't you don't hear very. The Sarder Heyman Jewelers live video stream. Okay, Facebook, yeah, YouTube, yeah. Twitch, Twitter. All you people out there, we need you to download the podcast. Uh, it was very informative because I, I I barely check email. Okay, and this is probably. Just this is on me. It's not anybody else. I don't check email very rarely. Text. Don't know how to text. My text. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I've been. I've been told. Those are facts. I, I've been told by a Mon Green one time. We were doing some. Some. Uh, you know, kind of coordinate to do a speech together. He said, "Dang, Jay, what you doing? Texting in tongues? You know, because I'm. I'm always trying to do eight things at once. Hilarious. But I need you guys to download the podcast of so the old school podcast. Uh, and share it, like it, and uh, so forth, and yeah. subscribe. Yeah, I'm yeah. not a fan of being on the TV screen, but I guess I'm on. I need to get a haircut, man. I mean, this stuff is looking janky right now. I, I wasn't gonna say anything if your wife didn't say nothing. It wasn't my place. Everybody said something. I'm probably, <laughs> I'm probably thinking <laughs> it's, it's been, it's been so hot that uh, I need to probably go to the bald head. Um, plus, I always wear a hat, anyways. I'm I'm in that club. I I didn't have a hat on last night for the for the staff meeting, and people were like, "Bro, why do you wear a hat?" I'm like, I, I just like wearing a hat. Yeah, my hairline isn't pushed back. I ain't got the Stephen A. Smith five head or nothing like that. Right. I just like wearing a hat. You know, there's some things that I like, like if I go places or something like that. I like to hats if they have the soft cloth t-shirts or like uh, pullovers. Yeah. 
and that's it. So I always, you know, like I always look for a pretty cool hat. I'm, uh, I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out how we ever wore cotton shirts. Like Rico's got on a like a regular cotton shirt. I, I if I'm I put, like a snob now. Yeah, I, I I can only go dry fit. Like if you put on a if you you give me a cotton. He ain't shirt. old yet. He he Rico still, Rico still has the ability to go back to college body. Rico, we're we're mm. we're, we're we're dad bod pushing towards grandpa. About to, I'm about to try and go back to college body. Well, right. not college so, body. So just that's like, why just that's like why not DP. as dad bod. Rico. Cotton doesn't. When you're over forty, doesn't do well for you. So you're under forty, you're good. Shout out to whoever invented dry fit. Yeah, I do I love like dry, I do love dry fit shirts. But all the dry fit shirts that I have currently, except for like two, I got when I was in college. So I got them as mediums. You know, you people can, out there, you know, you guys can get Rico. Hey, listen here, all you guys that want getting rid of your little baby clothes. Yeah, Rico, <laughs> just drop them off here. I can't wear hey, those anymore. Know, I can't hey, wear the baby clothes. Hey, you anymore. know, you know how people come in to win contests because somebody came yeah. in last night. Just go. The contest is whoever can bring Rico the most dry fit yeah. to give him into get him into the you know actually after two thousand. And ten, so right. get them. But I will say, I this, can't the, wear the medium, the medium, the dry fits anymore because oh, they're, just a, getting you they're just a I little, getting you a little too tight. I stopped getting the medium. Right. I started but getting larges. Now the problem yeah. is, I get larges. They fit better. They're just a little long. Hey. I got a small torso. <laughs> hey, you, hey, you remember that time that uh, Chipper Jones had that dry fit on, and somebody had caught him? This is like his last year of playing for the yeah. Braves, and he they had caught him. And I'm gonna tell you this: it, 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 maybe not baseball, but after like a football game. When your body is like depleted and beat up, like it looks, like you could look like Adonis before the game, but then after the game, you're like, dang, like I'm looking all withered. They caught Chipper Jones with a dry fit on. I think he had, he must have been doing a post game interview yeah. and had his shirt, you know, or his, his jersey open and had his dry fit on. And he had like a little, you know, 40, because he played in his 40, too. Yeah, 40, yeah, he 40, pu- 40 year old Pudge. They ate him up and they're like, oh, he's fat, this, this, and this. And he's like, nah. But that's what happens. Yeah, I, I, I they always I, get you at your worst moments. I'm full on. Yeah, that's because that's why they like to, they like to laugh at you on the internet. Yeah, but they can't laugh at one thing, though. DP, I'll give it to you, Rico. That that hat you got, that's pretty smooth. Yeah, Which, what are you wearing today? Yeah, what is Put it? Put it on camera. Is it on it's, camera? Yeah, I was no, thinking. It's not on camera. It's not on I'm camera. thinking about how I can cop that thing and take it from. Well, if like you say if it come up missing, you know, <laughs> right. you know where to look, Don't Rico. Do Don't do that. Yeah, it's my it's my the the beast hat from the Sandlot. Ah, okay, okay, so. all right. Well, speaking of, of throwback, Rico, I sent you a clip, and yep. based on yesterday's news, I look, I, I'm a I'm a huge James Conn fan. Um, as a matter of fact, when people talk football, and you talk about like the Mount Rushmore sports movies, Brian Song is on the Mount Rushmore of, of sports movies. And remember, this wasn't even a general release; this was like an ABC movie. This was like one of those made-for-TV movies. Um, but for the longest time, like I couldn't see Brian Piccolo as Brian Piccolo. I could only see James Caan as Brian Piccolo. Yeah. That's, um, I think, was uh, <laughs> a groundbreaking career movie for him. And I think it, it actually, at the time, probably didn't give him the credit that he deserved or he eventually got. Mm-hmm. But I think over time, it actually – made what he did all the movies he did afterwards that much better and then it then it's like th- this movie went to like platinum status and it'd been sitting there for so long it's like a it's like a song that you hear like say a song came out today mm-hmm. oh we're listening to oh yeah that's all right you know that's just you know that's uh you know rico's first like 
his song. Yeah, it's good. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you might play it. But then it's actually like legendary, like a Jay-Z song or a Biggie's song or something. And then, you know, you have a couple albums afterwards or something like that. And then 20 years down the road, like, this is the song that everybody bit this hooks off. This is the song that this song came from. This is what Rico did after this. And then it just amplifies everything you did from that that movie, in his case, to everything else. I mean, for him to play that role, then to go play Misery, I mean, that's a different mindset. Were you sitting and there? And play Sonny Cor- Corleone. Yeah. And, yeah. Like, I mean, James got, I mean, Rollerball. Right. Um, through all of those. Rico, if, if you would, please. This is a story about two men. They competed for the same job. One was white, the other black. (laughs) One liked to talk a lot. You said, "Uh uh-huh. The other was shy as a Mm three-year-old. Hey, rookies gotta stick together. Our story is about how they came to know each other fight each other i'm gonna whip you sayers but you gotta be at your best and help each other i think i i owe you a beer how you a lot more than that yeah what it comes down to is that jc had an ocean here and Ed seems to think it's a good idea. We'd like you and Brian Piccolo to room together. You had me worried. I thought it was something really. Yes, 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 something really. Man, you're talking about a white man and a black man rooming together on a team that's never been done before. What J.C. is saying is that there may be some pressures, severe ones. <laughs> I was afraid to get up. I figured not everything was going to come with me. <laughs> you have never seen anyone so black and blue in your life. <laughs> It's like a rumor with a colored play again. Gail told the joke. Gail, I'm sending Brian Piccolo back to Chicago. He's always been in shape, willing to give 100%. But he's not doing that anymore. And that's what worries me. I don't know what it is. Could be something physical or it might be a, an emotional disturbance. I mean, I know perfectly well what's wrong with me. Yeah, I, uh, I think I'm pregnant. <laughs> Don't make fun of me, Brian. I'm scared. I'm no idiot. This thing I got's bad, I know that. But, uh, well, it's just a detour, Joy. I'm not gonna let it stop me. I'm just not. There's no way. The tough, tender, and true story of Gail Sayers and Brian Piccolo. actually found the full movie on YouTube and so I shared it yesterday and as soon as I found it I, I put everything down and watched and it again. watched it again yeah. and you cannot as a human watch this movie and not just lose it you yeah. can't like you just can't and it was several parts of it that I forgot so I'd forgotten the whole Hey, I need to call a meeting to to see if we can put a black player and a white player right. together. Um, 
the the convenience of them being able to like go to restaurants and have dinner back in the day, right? Yeah. Just I mean, just, the stuff you don't think about right now that they couldn't even do on a regular basis, but you know, it also tells you, you know, how powerful um sp- you know, a sport or sports or in this case football can be where you can bridge those gaps and then you have a lifelong, you know, friendship between, you know, the two obviously real characters and Piccolo and Gail Sayers. When the James Conn and, you know, the, the co, you know, actors or coworkers have a lifelong bond because they told the story on the big screen <laughs> and, it, and it's continued to be, yeah. you know, replayed. And now, you know, obviously, unfortunately, you know, with this passing, it's still now it's even magnified. But, you, you know, it's like in their profession, um, when you have an actor that's really re- respected like him, say like Denzel and all these guys, and when they're playing different roles, they're, you know, he's playing a role. I mean, for him to take that role, let's just say, let's just say, let's just get back to there. To him to take that role is somewhat of a risk, anyways, to be associated with that topic at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, but he had some, obviously, you know, forward thinking where he's like, "Hey, look, not only am I taking a risk, but this is a message in a great story." But I'm sure he thought about like, man, this hopefully could be something that could change a few people and change their thoughts, right? And it's no different than being in a locker room next to I remember a kicker or a punter named Chad Stanley. I was just we were just talking about him the other day. Is like you know, I, I mean he pretty much told me he was like I only saw like I only had like one black person ever in my whole school and they were only there half the year. You know, and you know, obviously he's in the locker room, you know, as an adult, you know, and I'm sure he had preconceived notions or even like when kids back in the day, even with players that played before me you know, coming from, say, like, western Nebraska, you know, which obviously it's a little bit more culture, culturally diverse now. But, like, back then I'm sure it really wasn't, right, because there just wasn't as many people here. They come to Nebraska and, you know, you got to say, like, I don't know, just say precede me. You got Broderick Thomas and Neil Smith, guys that are from different parts of the country. You got in, uh, you know, even the story between uh, Trev Alberts and Travis Hill. Mm-hmm. You know, Trev Alberts from Iowa, Travis Hill's from Texas, two best friends played outside linebacker together never would have met each other or became friends without football i mean me and grant wisdom uh roommated together out at like a i think it was like a big 33 game you know after high school you know he's from web city which i'm sure there is not a lot of brothers there and i'm coming from minnesota you know and then here i i mean i heard a lot about grant he didn't know probably much about me but here we are at all-star game rooming together and still you know friends to this day i would have never met grant if it didn't have anything to do with sports so. it, it was deep and i also didn't because of this um one as you talked about the billy d williams and james Conn right. played gail sayers and brian piccolo like known entities playing like huge risk for gail sayers to yeah. play i mean for billy d williams to play you got to try to run like gail sayers you got yeah. like there's only one and there's a reason but for them to carry it and be iconic in it. And then the other side of it was not knowing that James Conn played quarterback at Michigan State. Right. Right? Like to know that he was that kind of athletic. Right. He, he was he was built for this. He was put it through. And, again, it's one of my favorite moments is when he has to sing the fight song. And one of my best friends is from Wake Forest. And that was how we probably mimicked that scene more as friends watching Wake Forest play play. That movie did that. And that you could just hear the chords from that song, and immediately I go into that space. And it's just – it's an incredible 
uh, movie. Bernie Casey was in it. Dick Buckus was actually in the movie itself. So good stuff all the way around. Uh, rest, James Kine. We'll throw it to break. When we come back, Rico will tell us what's happening. What's up here on The Ticket? You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. 